This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hello, hello there, and welcome to part one of our Start Your VA Journey series. Now, this is a special bonus series that I've created specifically for new or aspiring virtual assistants. So over the next four weeks, I'm going to be bringing you content specifically for if you are thinking about becoming a virtual assistant or if you've just started your virtual assistant biz and you need a little bit of help doing it. So I hope you will tune in and enjoy this four-part series created just for you. Right now in part one, we are going to be answering the question, is becoming a virtual assistant right for me? So I know that a lot of people send me emails about this question. They post it a lot in the Facebook group and the How She Did That Facebook group. And it's a question that is asked often. And I totally understand the reason for it. If you are coming out of corporate America, or if you've got a nine to five, becoming a virtual assistant and taking that all the things that you know in the corporate world and implementing them in the online space can feel daunting to say the least, right? But what I want you to remember is, no, it's not gonna be a one-to-one transfer of information, of skills, of all those things. But if you want to be a virtual assistant, you can do it. So here are four things that I think you should consider when you're thinking about becoming a virtual assistant. Number one is you need to like people. You need to like supporting people and you need to enjoy implementation in other people's businesses. Now, this feels like an easy one, but there are many people that I've seen say like, I really wanna become a VA, but I don't like doing the work. (laughs) So if you understand what a VA is, most of what you're doing as a virtual assistant is implementation work, right? For other people's businesses. So if you don't enjoy implementation, and if you don't like being in the background and supporting other people's businesses, being a VA may not be for you. However, if you light up in service and support of others, then being a virtual assistant can be an amazing journey for you. I know that even as an extrovert, as somebody who does enjoy a little bit more of the spotlight, enjoys being in charge and everything, I really enjoyed when I was working specifically as a virtual assistant because I got so much joy out of seeing the success of my clients and knowing that I was part of that. And so I'm not saying that you you have to be a person who only enjoys being in the background. You can totally enjoy the spotlight, but you just have to understand that as the virtual assistant, your job is a support role for the clients that you're supporting, right? And as a virtual assistant, your job is also the implementation pieces for that. Now, if you're not into the implementation pieces, then becoming an OBM, an online business manager, a project manager, that may be more towards your skill set and that may be more towards what you enjoy doing. In this series right now, we're going to keep it to VA. And that first piece is you want to make sure that you like supporting people and that you enjoy implementation. 
The second thing that you want to consider is that you enjoy and love the idea of owning your own business. That idea excites you. Now, does that mean that it doesn't scare the bejesus out of you? (laughs) Definitely not. You can be scared and still be excited about the possibility of being a business owner, the CEO of your business, and no longer being an employee. And I know that might seem kind of weird since I just said that you would be having a supporting role in other people's businesses. Now, just because you have a supporting role does not make you not a business owner. You are still still the business owner of your business. I think of it as you are a strategic partner supporting another business owner as their strategic partner in their business, right? But you are fully in charge of how much you make, of when you work, of all of those pieces, because you're also an independent contractor. You're not an employee. And I know that for me, this was a huge mindset shift for me when I went from being an employee in a nonprofit, in a nine to five, to owning my own business, right? It's the idea of speaking with authority, knowing that I come as the expert and that they've hired me as such as the expert in what I was doing versus asking permission for each and everything, right? Owning the piece of that business that I had ownership of in my client's business and also realizing that the success of my own business was my responsibility, that I needed to be strategic and make strong decisions about the trajectory of my business, about where I wanted it to go. Okay, so that's number two. The idea of owning your own business excites you. Number three, you need to be willing to put in the work. So I talk about this so often because it's just so important. I think that a lot of times we have virtual, as virtual assistants have gotten a bad rap because unfortunately, not every virtual assistant out there treats their business like a business. And what I mean by that is don't expect that you put your shingle out on day one and you become a millionaire on day five. It doesn't work like that. And if you go too far too fast without the infrastructure underneath, that's when things like burnout happen. That's when things like you no longer being able to sustain that kind of growth and things start falling through the crack happen, right? And so you want to make sure that as you are starting your business and growing your business, you're setting it up like a business. You're making sure that you have the structure, that you have the systems in place in order to be able to sustain your business. I want you to think about your business as something that is going to be investing in your retirement fund. I want you to think about your business as the thing that's going to allow you to have the car that you want to drive, the life that you want to live, that your kids are going to be able to go to the school that you want them to go to. All of that is so, so vitally important that you start thinking about those things from the beginning and not in a way that overwhelms you. We don't have to create a million goals when we first start, but we have to start and we have to start leading with excellence in our business and leading with what is the end goal in mind, right? Where are we headed in our business? Okay, that was number three. You have to be willing to put in the work. And then number four is you need to be a constant learner. Now, this is especially true if you have come out of corporate America or if you've never worked in the online space before. Remember how I said in the beginning that it's not going to be a one-to-one transfer of information, of knowledge, of skill set if you've come out of corporate. Even if you've been an executive assistant for years, being an executive assistant online is still different than in corporate America. And I want you to do it anyway. I want you to honor the fact that there are things that you're going to need to learn 
and you're going to be okay learning them, right? I want you to honor the fact that if you've never done something before, it's going to feel scary, and yet you're going to be okay learning how to do those things. And I want you to honor the fact that you are going to need to take this probably slower than you want to take it. A lot of times when newer or brand new virtual assistants come and they coach with me or they're in one of my programs like Built to Profit, one of the things I tell them is it's okay to start with one service. Think of one service, one thing that you know you're a rock star at and offer that and be excellent at that. And while you're offering that one service, you're in the background learning other things that connect with that service so that that one service turns into two, which turn into three, which turns into a suite of services eventually. But we don't start there, right? We start where we are, we honor where we are, and then we go from there. Okay, so really quickly, let's review our four things that we need to consider when we're thinking about becoming a virtual assistant. Number one is you need to like supporting people and you also need to enjoy implementing things in other people's businesses. Number two, you love the idea of owning your own business. It excites you even if it scares you a little bit. Number three, you are willing to put in the work. You're gonna lead with excellence and know that this thing takes time and takes proper systems and infrastructure and care and goal setting. And you are the captain of that ship. You are the CEO of your business. And then number four, you are a constant learner. You are not going to let the learning intimidate you. Instead, you're going to let it drive you to your next level. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed that. I am so excited for this four-part series. This is just one of the first four parts of this series for new or aspiring virtual assistants. The next thing we're going to be talking about next week is 10 surprising niches. So if you are not exactly sure what you want to offer, As a virtual assistant, I want you to dive in and check out next week's episode because it's going to be a good one. Until then. Don't let the overwhelm of getting started stop you from becoming a virtual assistant and growing the business of your dreams. If you're a new or aspiring virtual assistant, head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash BTP to join the waitlist for my course, Built to Profit. Built to Profit is a comprehensive course that teaches you the ins and outs of starting and growing a profitable and sustainable virtual support business. In it, I walk you through the how of setting up your business's most crucial systems, deciding on your packages and pricing, finding clients, keeping it all organized, and so much more. In Built to Profit, you're supported from beginning to end. Enrollment opens soon, and those on the waiting list get an extra special bonus. So head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash BTP to join the waitlist now.